It's time to rumble. To rum. It's time to rumble on episode five, five, three, two, five of Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast. Um, what a week uh, we've had, weirdos. It's been very stressful for me in terms of the podcast. I have spoken on the podcast before about how much of a technophobe I am in terms of the volume of the podcast. Um, over the last couple of weeks, it's been a wee bit iffy to begin with. I think I got it right last week in terms of the sound, but basically what I did was just speak louder anyway. I, li- I like to be a soft-spoken kind of person. Like, I like to speak like this if I have my own way. But for podcasts, I can't speak like that. I need to talk louder and project, which is so weird because the mic is... I'm literally licking it. It's right close to my lips, so it's strange to be like Brian Blesseting it into the microphone. Good morning! Um. So I've got got the grips with the, the sound issues that I had on the last couple of podcasts. But just to make matters worse, I completely fucked up with the uploading of it or saving it or moving it from SoundCloud onto iTunes. So for the last couple of weeks, people have been like, Dave, I can't get the weird podcast on iTunes. What What's wrong with it? It's saying podcast not available. or And I said, I don't know what's up with that. As far as I'm aware, I have done nothing different than I have done in previous weeks. And it should be there. But people are like, nah, it's not there, Dave. And we need it. The Weird Podcast is my weekend smack. Nothing starts my weekend more than ahead of your weird podcast. I was like, guys, you can still get that shit. Albeit, if you really want it, you have to go... You know, you have to go a bit off-grid to get it. You have to go on the SoundCloud and put the belt around your arm. Put the earphones in and go, mm, yeah, baby. That's the weird podcast for my ears. Mm. But... Ideally, I, I listen to all podcasts on iTunes, so I feel you in terms of wanting it on iTunes. But following on from using a YouTube video to work out how to fix the sound, nerd Elliot here uh, went on Google and found out how to fix the iTunes link. Basically, what I had done wrong was just I, I, I amended something in like the settings in terms of my like RSS code, which... What does RSS stand for? Real shit service is what I would guess after the last couple of weeks. But it's up and running and this should go on to iTunes straight away. If it doesn't, mm, might just try and eat my own face. Gets me that stressed out. I sat last weekend, room the whole weekend, trying to upload the podcast. Um, and just all it said on SoundCloud was link not working basically and then a code 400 typed into google code 400 they were like what about code 405 i was like thanks for that but it's 400 didn't explain it so um i think we're back we're fixed anyway and hopefully you get this on itunes if you don't yeah there'll not be a an episode six of the weird podcast because i'll have eaten my own face and newsflash you need a face to do a podcast because situated due south off your nose on your face is your mouth and you need your mouth to speak so if you don't have a fit if you ain't got no face you ain't got no mouth you ain't got no voice you ain't got no podcast bitch so 
we'll we'll try and work with it. But anyway, it was it, the whole process was weird. But um, apart from that, apart from having an awful, awful week with tech, I'm feeling pretty good considering today. Uh, normally, I would record my podcast on a Thursday night or a Friday night and put it out on a Saturday morning. Now, as I record this, it's 9.56 on Saturday morning because Papa Bear was a busy bear this week. There was plenty of activities going on in the woods, lots of honey to eat, lots of sticks to collect. So we're here on the day of the podcast with a bit of a fuzzy head, a little bit hungover. I uh, I was out last night and I don't know if you guys know what I'm like at the minute, but I had a pretty heavy night. And by what I'm like, I mean total lightweight and uh, bore. So last night I had like six beers, two glasses of wine, which if my 20 year old self was sitting here, he would be going into cardiac arrest laughing so much at what a a pussy I am now but that's life you get older you get stuff to do you can't deal with hangovers as much and then whenever you've got stuff to do with a hangover it just doesn't work so what I have to do today is I've to go and get a wee suit fitted for a wedding I'm going to um, and I have to do like adult chores boo so I can't be be like going to the dump with a hangover because guys will be looking at you and dump smell so if you're at a dump with a hangover and you smell something you don't like, when you have a wee weak, weak stomach like me, you, you'll boke all over the dump and that's, you don't get over that, it's embarrassing, you know? Imagine you just pull your car over, get a couple of shelves out of the boot, go to fire them in the wood section because you're a responsible recyclist and you just smell a whiff of maybe someone's left some raw chicken in the bin bag for a few days and it's a bit... Mm, Smells a little bit like what I imagine corpse to smell like in serial killer sizes. And you smell that, you automatically go, gross. And then you boke all over the dump. And being have quite a volume of stomach, I would boke all over the car park floor. I would keep boking, probably boke all over my car. Then open the door, try and get in my car while still boking. Then not be able to see out of the window so I have to get out again in my car and then I would book more on the dump floor and then probably one of the dump workers would come over and be like yo man are you alright and I would go to say yeah I'm okay I'm just sorting myself out here but then I would still continue to book so I book on him another guy would come I just keep essentially there would be a flood of my book in Belfast if I were to go to the dump with a hangover so that's basically the reason why I don't drink a while a lot that being said I enjoy it when I do it and there's a lot of fun sport on today, a lot of fun football and a lot of fun boxing. And one of my favourite things to do nowadays is just drink wine and watch boxing. So that's what I'll do again tonight. Hopefully be a little bit fresher by then. I've got in front of me, I've got a cup of coffee and a glass of water here, which for half an hour podcast, I, I'll smash that all to try and stop me needing to book. And hopefully by tonight I'll be like, mm, I really fancy a nice glass of Malbec or seven or maybe two bottles, whatever you work, whatever works, you know, <clears throat> I think we'll, we'll go with that. But in terms of like the fun stuff people want to listen to and, and like, like the gig wise or what have been at this week, just writing. I have a load of stuff I'm working on at the minute, uh, a lot of projects 
that I'm I'm working towards and it's it's boring. Um, in terms of gigs, I'm trying not to gig too much at the minute because uh, in a month's time, I think it was literally a month to the day. Nope, I'm a liar. I'm late. In under a month's time, on the 26th of November, I'm doing my show, uh, 30 Years of Dave, in the big room of the black box. Um, for those of you who have seen me do stand-up before and who like me, cheers. And if you don't, sly. But this show is a show that I've done once before and it was sold out in the black box and it was great not just saying that because it's my show but from my point of view it felt great to do it and um, we've got great response from people everyone seemed to have enjoyed it and um, this time around uh, it'll be basically the same show probably worked on a little bit made a bit better than the previous but in terms of people have seen me do material before there's a lot of new stuff in the show and a lot of stuff that will only work with the concept of the show so you know come down check it out and then i'm gonna be oh hangover burp um i'm gonna be doing another show a different brand new hour in about let's say march time uh, all about the trials and tribulations of of having a baby mm. having a baby did you say yeah i know this is the weird podcast i didn't mean literally i'm having the baby but I'm going to become a dad, um, probably in a, in a couple of months' time. So I'm just sort of documenting how the process has been for me and how I expect things to change. But all in all, excited. So what that basic five-minute chat slash born the balls of you guys was is saying, come to my show, 26th of November, which is a Sunday. But everyone knows Sunday's a fun day. So... Get yourself on the Black Box website or any of my social media outlets to get links to my tickets. And then get to the show. Bring your friends, bring your family. Get on down. You know, I know that there's listeners of this podcast who weren't at the last show. And there's listeners of my other uh, podcast, Boy Time, that I do, Shane Todd, who weren't at the last show. And I'm telling you, I give you my word. Money back guarantee. But my fingers are crossed, by the way, I'm going to say that. You'll enjoy yourself and not want your money back. So come along, bring a friend, bring a family, share the show for me uh, on social media. If I tweet about it, help help a brother out, do you know what I mean? If you help me out, I'll help you out down the line. You know, if you need a body hidden or something, you boys got your back. I drive a Fiesta like, so it'll have to be a relatively small body, but it'll be a body nonetheless. And I'll, 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 I'll hook you up, you know? So, bar that, there's not been really too much that's happened weird this week. Um, but I wanted to talk to you guys about something that I've been thinking about for a while now. And, like, it's something I don't understand. And it's changing room etiquette, right? It's whenever you're in a gym, like, what is, like, what are do's and don'ts? Like, what would you say is the approach? well, the way to behave in a gym and what's a way not to behave. Like, I personally find that you go in, if you're getting changed, just get changed as quick as you can. You know, get the gear off, get whatever you need to put on, whether it's swimming trunks or your gym kit, and just just get out of there. But there are dudes, mainly men, who are middle-aged and above, who have completely no regard for nudity 
they have no respect for it. They just are. They just are flaunting their stuff. They they don't mind covering it up. Like if I if I'm going for a shower, I'll pull my trousers down. I'll put a towel around myself. I'll cover my my thing, my willy. You know because I've got respect for people. Do you know what I mean? I've got respect for them, and also. I don't want to be made fun of, but mainly I've got respect for people, right? But there are these dudes who they, they will come in, open their gym bag, get their clothes off and stand and have a full conversation with their piece, just free, hanging down, loose and free. And like, it's almost like, a, like you walk in the gym and you see an old guy and he's there with his clothes on and you just sort of pass each other, like, oh, whatever. You're doing your stuff at your locker or whatever, getting ready. And they'll not say a word to you. Then next thing you know, he's naked. And he's deciding to share his whole week with you. You're like, what? Are you? could you not have done this prior to the the nudity, sir? And he's just like, nah. Look at my piece, bro. Look at my old... Like... Penises are funny things. Like, they're, they're strange. They're definitely weird. But like when you're young, it goes through, a ch- like when you're young, it's a night, like your wee willy's pink and all, and then as you get older, it goes brown, then it goes grey, then I assume it goes like black and falls off, that's the process I assume it, it goes, it goes through, but these dudes, it's like cured sausages, like you get yourself a wee uncooked sausage. That's like when you're you're a kid. Then as as you cook the sausage, it gets as you're older. Then as it cures, it starts to elongate and shrivel. And then eventually it falls off. Albeit you'll have a tasty chorizo at the end of the day, but still still odd. And these these guys will just let let it swing and chat to you. And it's all like old guys always have long penises. They're not they're not substantial. They're not girthy. They're not thick, but they're long. You know, like E.T.'s finger. Whenever he's like trying to contact his folks, he's got a wee shiny bell end and all. <laughs> it's strange, but it made me think of one time in particular that I just couldn't. My brain couldn't compute the behaviour of this one guy. He's a guy that I've seen once, once only, never before, never since. But I was in in the change room and I just happened to look look off to my right and I saw I saw something that caught my eye. I saw a glisten, like a a shine in the light. I was like a wee magpie. I just I caught my eye, and as I looked, I saw this dude walking across the change rooms towards the shower. He was naked, bar a towel, right? And you think, when you're naked, bar a towel, wear your towel around your waist, you know, protect your bottom, hide it, protect your dinkle, hide it. Not this guy. He had the towel on, but it was over his shoulder, like, he was holding it like a WWF wrestler would hold a title belt. He was like the rock coming through. He was like, he was like holding his belt like Hulk Hogan. And he was like, and when you hold your, your, your tire, like he's holding his tile like Hulk Hogan hold a belt. And when you're holding the tile like that, you're looking like Hulk Hogan. My mind automatically thinks, you know, what are you going to do, brother? I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do because I'm baffled by this. But as I continued to look at the guy, what glisten caught my eye, the glisten wasn't his towel. It was a piercing that he had in the end of his willy. I like a big silver hoop. And that was like, alright, not really seen too many of them. Certainly if they're, they're you have them, 
in real life, I'd normally say people cover them in public places, but not this dude. He was mid sixties, good shape to be fair. Like your dad's were like, again Hulk Hogan, leathery orange skin, and he had this long welly with a big piercing in the end of it. But that wasn't the weirdest thing about it. He had a Brazilian. Like I'm going, why have you got a Brazilian? Mate? Just have just have normal pubic hair. Don't have a have a Brazilian. But he obviously like this guy obviously takes such pride in his piece that he bejeweled it in the first place. Like I find that whole putting jewelry on your bits so strange like the whole vajazzle thing is weird like what there's never been a time that i've been with a woman and thought you know to make this better if she had rubies on her flaps never once i like on mm, this clunch needs an emerald or two <laughs> never but apparently it's a thing and then like if a dude were to do it a vajazzle or a wazzle or peen is penis penazel it'd be strange like if a guy had it like if a guy had a like jewelry on his penis it would look like a like, you know one of those indian ceremonial elephants where they're like jewels over their heads and stuff it would look like that um and it just would make no sense and imagine if you're at a, at a urinal and you just glanced it down and saw a dude with full like it's Full jewel penis, like his, his, his dick would look like a pearly queen's cap. <laughs> you, you don't need that, it's very odd. But anyway, this dude had that uh, a piercing in a Brazilian, and he was just walking with it swinging, showing it off. I think that's what he was doing, just basically saying, Look, I'm the alpha male here, um, and you will appreciate my piece, make peace with it. But I just I just like to get get my willy out and away as soon as I can. In the gym, like obviously, if you're getting lucky with the misses or whatever, you obviously want to out and away as soon as you can too. But in this particular case, I just want to be be covered, and I don't like guys looking at it. It's weird. It just freaks me out. And then I get all stage Friday and all, and it just my willy pops inside itself like a wee tortoise. So don't want that either. So that was that was a really weird sort of topic. That I wanted to talk about this week in terms of weird stories, as per, there's a, a good story that, that made me. And enjoyed it this week. It was about. Um, an assault case in America. Obviously, in a weird podcast, assault. We we don't want to talk about just regular assault. No way. We want to talk about unorthodox, strange, peculiar, and weird assaults, and. This case, I'll tell you the, the headline. I mean, I'm going to give you a spoiler alert here. The headline tells you what happened, right? Here we go. Man charged with assaulting a policeman after detonating explosive in his hand and chunk of mangled flesh hit officer. Whoa. So weird. A man has been charged with assaulting a policeman when he set off an explosive in his hand and a chunk of flesh hit the officer. Jason Schaefer detonated a cigarette packet-sized device when his car was stopped by police in Portland, Oregon. The force of the explosion blew the suspect's left hand to pieces, parts of which struck the federal officer. The bizarre detail was revealed in an unsealed probable cause statement filled along with the federal charges against Schaefer. The 26-year-old now faces charges of assault as well as using and carrying an explosive to commit a felony. 
Um, if any guys are going to look up the story, you should because you you got to look up this dude's mugshot. He's got like wee cuts all over his face where clearly the shrapnel stuff has hit his, hit his, hit him clean up the kite, and he's he's looking down the camera. He's not like upset or angry looking. He just looks like he's got an expression like, the "Fuck was I doing? Like, why the why did I blow my hand up on a fucking tube?" And he knows he's what he's done. He knows he's a bit a ball bag like. As previously reported by the Oregonian, great name of a newspaper, Schaefer came into the attention of the FBI when he purchased chemicals used in explosives along with detonation devices. Federal agents executed a search warrant of Schaefer's northwest home on October 11th. At the property, authorities found dark granular material that was inside of an open metal cabinet with a detonation device inside. The paper said that a federal agent confronted Schaefer at a meeting when he left in a hurry. Um, using details of the report... They said that he soon returned home when the federal agents tried to arrest him. He fled in his SUV. When a law enforcement officer finally stopped him, the document says Schaefer held out a cigarette pack and lit a lighter and the officers and told officers, we're all dying today. He then lit the cigarette packet, blowing a number of his fingers off his left hand and causing glass to fly into the air. A nearby federal agent was hit by shards of glass and flesh from Schaefer's mangled hand. Uh, and that's the probable cause that the uh, for the assault that the affidavit reads. So, what a strange guy, you know. Albeit you don't want to be, like, not. I tell you what, I cut my hand this week by accident, doing dishes, and like I had a wee a wee a wee sponge, and I was like scrubbing along, uh, the blade of a of a. It was a bread knife, not even a proper meat knife. It was a wee gimpy serrated bread knife. So. And I just totally was in the zone of doing my dishes. And I pulled my, my thumb across the whole blade. And, and I cut my finger pretty deep. Like almost to the bone. And it was really sore. Like I, the pain I hate more than any pain is a sharp pain. Like a, if a paper, if I, I would rather be hit by a car than get a paper cut. You know, much rather prefer that. Because I'm like the thing out of the Fantastic Four. I'm a big dense unit. Hit by a car, run it off. I was actually hit by a car once when I was younger. Um, and I was out on night in the sauce in Newcastle upon Tyne. Way I man, with my mate Gaza and Royal Moat. Nah, it wasn't out with Gaza and Royal, like. Not that cool. Um, I was just out with my mates and I left a nightclub because I needed a poo. And the queue was too big for the toilet. So I was out and I was jogging this other, trying to find another bar. And as I crossed the road, taxi came around the corner, caught my trailing leg, knocked me down. I got cleaned back up. I was like, don't worry about it, mate. The taxi driver got out of the car thinking, uh-oh, I'm in trouble here. Jogged on, went to the toilet in another bar. It wasn't only until I was sitting there that I realised, I just got hit by a car here. Shit. But, you know, when you need to go, you need to go. But I got on with that. And if someone said to me, look, would you rather go over that again and be hit by the car? Or would you rather have a paper cut? I'd go strike me with motor vehicles all day. For sure. But... The pain that guy must have felt blowing up his wee fingers. <sighs> Doesn't even bear thinking about. And I like I like playing PlayStation. And by playing PlayStation, I only like to play FIFA. and No other game. I just play FIFA. That's what I like to do to chill out. And if you blow your hand off, that means you can't play FIFA. You know? So what What's a, what? What would I do? Without, I don't even know. It's such a stupid... Th- I bet he regrets that. I bet he's like... Well, like, he didn't even do anything sweet with his explosives. It wasn't like he was... 
like an X-Man or superhero do like you know doing like, or an evil villain doing like great experiments or nothing he was just fucking mucking around like a dick and then he blew his fingers off you know that's what I you learn lessons it's coming up the fireworks season people so don't be fucking blowing your fingers off do you know you need your fingers to do shit you don't appreciate how important your fingers are until you lose them and when I cut my thumb on a knife you know I I felt what it was like to have no hands near enough I was my right hand too my most active hand oi oi so just basically be careful is what I'm saying and do not blow yourself do, do not blow your hand up but anyway to that guy I just want to say Schaefer made your shout out and thanks for presenting me with a weird news story of the week Um, what we're going to do now is go into my favourite section of the week it's the ratings and reviews on iTunes of the Weird Podcast. Um, if you listen to the show and you haven't reviewed uh, it on iTunes, please do. It's something that I will do as part of the podcast going forward is I will read any reviews of the podcast, providing there's a five-star rating with it. And it's a weird review. Um, this week we've had a couple of uh, reviews. Some guy, D-Bob... The name is Bob 45 has said, has it t- entitled the review, Richard Weird, which I don't quite get. I thought it might have been like Richard Gear, but it, it doesn't rhyme, but I appreciate that anyway. This podcast isn't just weird. It's also very funny and oddly interesting. Love the Boytown podcast, and it's good to see Papa Bear spread his wings. Keep flying, Bull Moose. Cheers, Bob. that's sweet. Um... And I like the the invention of the the invention of the message. Uh, this one's from Money Toad. Mm, I wonder who that could be. I'm guessing it's probably Shane Todd because he he told me he did review the podcast, and he is the Money Toad. So he's written weird as his title. Weird chat <laughs> from a real weird gap tooth bum pirate. Yeah, I've got gaps in my teeth, but you know what that means? Better at singing than people that gaps in their teeth, like. You pick any professional singer that doesn't have a gap in their teeth. Any of them come to me and say, look, so-and-so doesn't have a gap in his teeth. And then I'll go, well, okay, let me sing in comparison and I'll be a better singer. You know it's true. And the last new review this week is from Jay Henry 676 With the, the title of the review is, Really? Whoa. Hey. Henry 676 here. Dave kills it week in, week out. One thing is for sure. He puts the ride in weird. Many thanks, Henry 676 Thank you for that. It's, it's a nice message. The, the letters of ride and weird are mixed around. Do you know? It's, they're, they're not, it doesn't, it's not weird ride. But I, I appreciate the message. I appreciate the sentiment. And I love the title. So thank you for that. So... If any of you guys haven't reviewed the podcast, get on Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast on iTunes. Leave a weird review. Uh, five stars, obviously. I'll read it out in the podcast. The weirder, the better. Um, there's been some really good reviews on it. And I appreciate people for listening to it. Because again, we're only starting here, guys. It's only episode five. And we're, we're getting there. But let's see. We're going to, to answer a few listeners' questions now to, to close the show for another weird week. Whoa, so weird. Let me see. 
Chris Barr has asked me, isn't it weird that if you say beer can in an English accent, you're also saying bacon in a Jamaican accent? <laughs> Hashtag weird. Yeah, man. That is pretty weird. Yeah, man. I just automatically went Jamaican there. You put it in my head. Isn't it weird to say beer can? Like, beer can is bacon. Like, beer can. Hello, man. We want you on some beer can with your breakfast and join me your car. But then, oddly, at the end of it, I sound fully Welsh. Do you want some beer can? Cheers for embarrassing me, Chris, and making me think that I can do a Jamaican accent. Would just sound like a stupid Welsh sheep shagger. Not that all Welsh people shag sheeps, although probably. But the you know what I'm saying is just that I sound like partic- I just sound like somebody who, who would you know. Digging myself a ho ho ho. Right, back to more listeners' questions. Sorry about that. Um. You know what? I need to upgrade my stupid internet connection. It's slow as fuck. Shit, baby. It's slow as fuck. So any of you guys know someone else to hook me up? I don't want to pay for stuff. But if someone wants to just sort out my internet connection and do my friggin' tech for me, that'd be great. Because I'm a technophobe and a weird guy. Dee, 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 dee. Uh, here we go. Sorry, I was just killing time. Any stories? Septic Peg on Twitter says, Anyone say weird? I'm the queen of weird. Uh-uh. No, you're not. I'm the king of weird. And I ain't got no queen because I don't need no woman in my life. Apart from my girlfriend who's pregnant with my kid. I need her, like. Because if she left me, I'd be a broken man. And also I need my mummy. Because my mummy is my mummy. And my mummy gives me treats. And everyone loves their mummy. Unless her mummy are really sly. And then... If anyone's got sly mummies out there, let listen to this. Make them listen to this. Yo, mum, fuck off. You're sly. <laughs> Stu, Bapper and I says, Hey, Dave, is the game Soggy Biscuit an urban legend or did guys actually play it? Um, You know what? Bap, I don't really know. I, I I sort of remember hearing like I think soggy biscuits something to do with putting your willy somewhere, but I'm not sure entirely what the game is. So what I'm going to do here is go onto the Google and and look it up. Oh, I typed soggy biscuits in. Mm, that's a different thing altogether. I'm sure. Right, Urban Dictionary soggy biscuit. Soggy biscuit is a male masturbating game. Contestants all jack off onto a digestive biscuit. Whoever shoots his load first onto the biscuit is deemed the winner. The loser eats the biscuit. And then there's a quote here, obviously, because it's Urban Dictionary. Oh man, what a night. We played Soggy Biscuit again. Atkins came straight away, and I had to eat the cookie. Um, You know what? Is it a soggy urban legend, or the guys actually play it? Do you know what? Stu, so I'm going to say, it probably has been exemplified and amplified and increased by urban legend, but they're fucked up dudes in this world that probably do that. Like, biscuits are great, albeit digestive biscuits aren't that great, so maybe the guys are just being innovative and want to spice it up. I don't know what what semen tastes like. I've never had it in my mouth. Hopefully I never will, but who knows, you know? I'm having a couple of bottles of wine tonight. You never know. Um, but I just think 
it's a weird thing to do. I think I, I would find feeling uncomfortable to do that in front of my friends, with my friends. So I think, yeah, weirdos do that. Not weirdos as in the listeners of the podcast, but just legit weird guys do that. And, you know, good luck to you if that's what you do to enjoy it, as long as it's in the privacy of your own home. You don't want to be jacking off on the, like, fucking bourbon creams and st- or something in a friggin' cafe. Shit. Yeah. Oh, yikes. Megan's come in strong. Megan's great. I love Megan for contributions to the to the weird podcast and also to the Boytown podcast. She's absolutely been a hero. Um, Megan uh, on Twitter at Shut Up Bar, give her a follow. Uh, has sent me a story, and it's just all I can see before I actually open the story is a photo of this dude who he, he's an old guy with long hair, just looking like a mugshot, like as if they go, uh-oh, he's done something. And the title is, <laughs> Vaseline-covered Oklahoma man in thong pulled over for speeding. Well, let's go into the story, because I absolutely love it already. Um, <laughs> I love this. Um, we'll give you a guess as to what else he was doing. I'm going to say jacking off. Uh, before we get anywhere, I'm going to say he was jacking. A police officer in Oklahoma wound up getting way more than he bargained for after pulling over a driver for speeding only to find the man behind the wheel clad in nothing but a thong and slathered in last fazling <laughs> the report dug up the smut-minded sleuths at the smoking gun hails from enid oklahoma where garfield county sheriff's department deputy daryl bebe bebe caught a car with oklahoma plates doing 57 and 45 mile per hour zone look i think you should let him off for speeding because if you're covered in vaseline wearing a thong you don't want to be out and about too long, like so. You know, let him by. Um, he's pulled over for what were described by police as delayed response to the blaring police vehicle. Upon approaching the car, Deputy Bebe discovered fifty-four-year-old John Wayne Kellerman sitting behind the wheel, clad in nothing but a, a banana hammock and petroleum jelly. <laughs> According to the police report, Bebe noticed the man was trembling and appeared nervous more than un- more unusually. He also noticed near but nearly empty container of Vaseline in the car and a porn magazine. When Bebe asked for identification, Kellerman handed over his ID with his name on it and the deputy asked if he had been masturbating. Kellerman said, yes, I had indeed been. <laughs> what a great response. Excuse me, sir, have you been uh, masturbating? Yes, I have indeed been. All right, sir. Ahead with your day. <laughs> oh dear. That was great. Um, he offered up a piece of cloth to the officer to remove Vaseline from his ID card, but Bebe, according to the police report, turned down the offer for what the deputy described as again an official government document as a semen rag. That's great. Uh, what a story. Um, let me see how this how this ends up. He was basically arrested uh, for speeding and driving with an expired license, and he had to pay a grand to get out of that, but basically didn't get into any bother for having a jack covered in Vaseline. And offer offering a policeman a wank rag. So fair play to the guy. And uh, that is actually a brilliant story. And big shout out to you, Megan, for that. Um, you keep coming in with the, the stories. You could almost you become a feature every week. You can be my uh, assistant providing the best weird stories of the week. I, I don't think I'll be beaten. An old dude in a banana hammock, jacking his piece, covered in Vaseline for speeding. Great. Guys, this has been another fun week of the weird podcast. We're five in, and you know what that means? Oh my god, my mind is blown!
next week's episode six. So take care of yourself. Be good. Subscribe to all my accounts and shit. Dave Elliott Comedy on Instagram. Dave Elliott Comedy on Facebook. The Dave Elliott on Twitter. Two L's and two T's. Yeah. Get yourself on the Black Box website. 30 Years of Dave. Sunday 26th of November. Uh oh. Excusez-moi, hombre. How much are the tickets for your show? Seven pounds. What a bargain. I'll never have them this cheap again. Because I'm going to get better at stand-up. And then make you pay more. Mm. OJ. Just keep weird. Look out for yourselves. Be safe. Look out for some more weird stories. Come at me with it. Review the show. Do all that shit. Whoa, my mind is blown. This is too weird. This has been Dave Elliott's Weird Podcast. You have been the weirdos. Enjoy your week. Uh.